Wright, and you're listening to Rambling About Washington. What's going on, Washington Football Nation? I'm probably a little more enthusiastic sounding as I should be because, per usual, it's Misery Monday after another disappointing loss. But, I mean, my energy is a little higher than normal because, one, I had a good time at the game yesterday, and, two, I expected us to lose this game. It's a little disappointing, the fashion in which we did lose because we actually had a really good shot to win this game. But... Appreciate you guys stopping by in the live. Victor Jimenez coming through with that Dallas Cowboys energy. We're not we're not doing that over here right now, man. But like, shout out to y'all for what y'all are doing. Y'all are five and one. You're not gonna hear any shit talk coming from this side right now, man. My guy Austin's in the building. Victor Jimenez in the building. Washington diehard fan in the building. What's going on with y'all, man? How y'all feeling today after the 31 to 13 loss to the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday? I'm feeling lovely. Man, we're two and four. We can call it two and floor because we're like it feels like we're in last place, even though we're not. But like every team in the division minus Dallas is shit right now. But where do we start when we talk about this game that took place yesterday? Like, where do, where do y'all want to start? Because we usually beat the defense up, deservedly so, every week. But I have some bones to pick with the offense. And it's not going to be at Scott Turner and the offensive coordinator. I got some bone. How did you link up with that lady from NFL Network, the one from Philly? Hey, Matt. I'm shooting my shot at everybody to get them on the show. You're talking about Colleen Wolf, friend of the show. She'll definitely be coming on with me again. You know, you just got to shoot your shot at people, man. People see the energy. People see the grind. And they want to come on and chop it up with me. But the atmosphere at FedEx Field, it was it was cool. It was better than normal, obviously, because the Sean Taylor retirement ceremony, despite the fact that they told us pretty much like an hour before everyone got to the stadium that it was taking place. But it was lovely to see the Taylor family there. Lovely to throw up those two ones one more time. We got our towels. We got our game day programs. It was nice to it was nice to rep for our guy Sean Taylor one more time. There's been a lot of negativity about the way that that happened. We did the team definitely fumbled the announcement and the optics of it per usual cuz that's what we do here in Washington. But I was able to still appreciate my favorite player ever, my favorite football player for this franchise or any franchise, Sean Michael Maurice Taylor. It was a beautiful thing to see and to have that number go up. It meant a lot to me. I can't even act like I wasn't a little watery eyed in the crowd. It probably a little bit more than watery eyed. I definitely shed some tears in there. My man Anthony Ayala's in the building. What's good with you, man? Yeah, I was definitely expecting a loss as well, but not in the fashion it happened. See. The offense actually had a chance to take this game. Mahomes, he decided to come with his C game. And imagine having a talent like that where will you come and give us a C-plus performance and still put up 400 yards and multiple touchdowns? 
imagine having a special talent like that, man. It, it, it's crazy. It is crazy. But my guy, loser, the Redskins fans in the building. What's up with you? Be easy's in the building. What's happening? My boy Ryan in the building. Ryan Garvey went to Freedom High School with me in Woodbridge, Virginia. We used to play football and get busy together. We didn't used to win shit, but we used to ball out, though. Yes, sir. One day, one day. Score prediction for the Green Bay game. Green Bay gonna beat the shit out of us in Lambeau Field on Sunday. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna hold y'all, man. That's Godgers. That's Godgers. Too many missed opportunities at quarterback. Thank you, Ryan, for saying that. And that is where we're gonna start. We're gonna start. We 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 usually do this thing here where we do ballers and scrubs. So we're gonna start with the scrubs today. My biggest bone to pick from the game yesterday is Taylor Heineke. I shouldn't be picking this bone, but a lot of us bought into the fact falsely that he could be the future here. Taylor Heineke is the future here as the backup quarterback, and we should have never got it twisted or confused that he was any more than that. Taylor Heineke and Colt McCoy, they're the same guy except one likes to chug beers and has a beard endorsement. That's the difference. And one doesn't have an illustrious college career at Texas. That's the difference. Taylor Heineke's arm cost us the game yesterday. And I know you can sit here and say, no, but Rio, it was 31 to 13. The defense, the deep. Listen, for three quarters, we were up. We had a good shot to win the game. And Buddy left so many players on the field. I seen that shit up close. Terry, Diami, Humphreys, they are winning on their routes. We're playing against the 32nd defense in the league. For those of you who don't know, that is the last ranked defense in the NFL. And Taylor Heineke managed to drive us to one touchdown yesterday. And we're not going to put that on. We're not going to put that on Scott Turner because the plays were there. We schemed up their bum ass defense. Terry, we're going to get to you later because he definitely dropped a couple passes that he would always or normally. My God, hold on, hold on one second. My God, the legend in the building, Corey Sanchez Sanchez from On The Warpath with my first ever super chat. He said, we need Ron Rivera to have a Gohan moment. Yes, we do. We need some epic anime style redemption to happen because right now we are in trouble. And shout out to my guy, Corey, that is my first ever super chat. I just got monetized and became a YouTube partner today. I appreciate you, buddy. Hopefully there's many to come. I appreciate you for pulling up in the chat. My man, Anthony, I drank the Heineke Kool-Aid. Listen, I drank the Heineke Kool-Aid. I drank the Kool-Aid on the defense. We, we Listen, we've been downing and chugging shots of the Kool-Aid all offseason, only to have it just shit on us all over again. My guy, Ben, in the chat. My guy's in the building. He's a Ravens fan. Good for you. Y'all just beat the shit out the Chargers yesterday. And y'all are the team that represents in the DMV, even though we're not, we're still not considering Baltimore part of the DMV for petulant reasons. But shout out to my guy, Ben. Man, <laughs> he said I picked up the defense in fantasy. Man, don't, don't <laughs> everybody who picked Washington defense for fantasy this year. I'm sorry. And honestly, fuck fantasy football, too. Like, not only is my team bad in real life, 
my fantasy teams aren't doing me any well, any any better. I need to retire from it because all I do is lose money and stress and have lineups that conflict with each other every week. Good, good for you and the Ravens, Ben. Shout out! You should definitely drop our defense. You know, they had a good day yesterday because Mahomes, you know, he wanted a challenge. So he wanted to make it hard on himself. So he spotted us three quarters of bullshit. And while we're on the topic of Mahomes, I want to touch on his punk ass little brother real quick. We're going to call him Waxing Mahomes. His name is Jackson. We call him Waxing Mahomes. Punk ass little brother of star quarterback Patrick Mahomes decides on the day that we're going to retire the number of one of the most beloved players in franchise history who was tragically murdered. He decides to make a punk ass dancing TikTok on the 21 that's on the field and roped off and treated as if it was sacred. Patrick Mahomes, tell your goofball, corny, tall for no reason, punk ass little brother that that is not okay and we do not accept your weak ass apology for that we do not accept it that's that that is unacceptable i know everybody's gonna jump on the team yo why didn't someone i don't know how they let this punk ass kid over there or why he was on the field in the first place when he has shit to do with the ceremony but that is not that that is unacceptable i don't care what team you play for you had to know the magnitude. You can't be that out of touch with reality to not know the magnitude of doing that. But we're in a day and age where attention dollars mean everything. People don't even do. Yeah, the dance. <laughs> my guy said, my guy Alex Smith said, the dance was as cringe as it was disrespectful. Facts. I don't even call that TikTok shit people do dancing. Like they look like fucking crossing guards trying to cross you like cross kids to the school and shit. Like, I don't even know what to call that shit that they were doing. Definitely drop the defense, Ben. He said, why didn't security yoke his ass up off the field? Honestly, if certain, uh, someone should have jumped the gate and tackled his punk ass like they do when streakers come on the field because that is completely freaking unacceptable. My guy Ben said, clout be having it. Yeah, clout be having these kids do some really stupid things. Like, attention dollars are scary, man. I'm raising two kids in this climate, and I will drop kick the shit out of one of them if they're doing crazy shit like some of these kids are doing <laughs> nowadays. They are tripping, man. They're out here hitting teachers for TikTok challenge, vandalizing shit at school, like, I, I don't understand what's going on. I don't mean to sound like an old guy. You know, I just turned 30 last week, but man, it's crazy. We got another cowboy in the building. Cowboys 2022. Thank you for pulling up to the chat. You guys have a QB and secondary problem. Dude, that is putting it gener generously. We've had a QB problem my whole life. We have a secondary problem. We have a linebacker problem. We have a linebacker problem. We have a D-line is not as elite as they should be problem. We have a no receivers other than Terry really make plays problem. We have a Antonio Gibson is right now. He's Matt Jones without dreadlocks that runs a 4-3-40 because that's all he's doing is fumbling. That's all he's doing right now. J.D. McKissick is the more effective running back. My guy Omi in the building. Omar, my guy, another one of my Fred Lennon Freedom alumni, my boy. Uh, by the way, how do we send money Hey, it's called a super chat. To be perfectly honest, 
I don't even know. And you think it's somewhere in one of these settings over here. I'm still new to this going live shit, but hey, figure it out. He's lucky this wasn't Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Jackson Mahomes. Go down to Lincoln Financial Field and do that TikTok shit over there. First of all, they might jump him just because they don't like his face in Philadelphia because he does have a punchable ass face. He just looks annoying as hell. He's a dweeb. That's what Jackson Mahomes, he's a dweeb. <laughs> Matt Jones. Tell me he's not right now. Antonio Gibson, like, he's not he's not producing at the rate. People threw the name McCaffrey out, I guess, just because our coaches come from Carolina and he played wide receiver in college, so he has the ability to catch. He's not even catching the fucking ball on screens and shit. Like, I don't even know, man. Antonio Gibson, you definitely get one of my scrubs for this game, too. You and Heineke. But let's get back to Taylor Heineke for a second. There were countless times. I could count at least five times where I could see close up. Close up. Terry McLaurin beating someone deep. Terry McLaurin beating someone across the middle. Humphreys across the middle. Ricky Seals-Jones across the middle. Taylor Heineke is not making a throw. He's holding the ball too long. One, he's not seeing the field. Two, and he's making it look like the pass rush was the problem when that's not the case. Shout out to my guy, One Life Music, for the super chat as well. He said, the little money sign next to the type box, that's how you send the super chat. Shout out to him for the 199 I appreciate you guys so much. Be easy saying, yo, chill. Hey, man, Jackson Mahomes, you are never allowed back the FedEx field. I promise you, someone's going to be waiting for you if you ever come back to this stadium and you can keep your half-ass insincere ass apology my man loser said gibson's pissing me off these past few weeks just me no he's been pissing me off since week one he lost the game for us week one he fumbled inside the 10 yard line and gave the chargers the game winning touchdown like jesus terry was a great third round pick for some reason we have luck in the third round we we hit some gems in the third round and yes terry's a great third round pick and currently we don't deserve him and I will upset people every time I say this, but if Terry decides to find greener pastures when his contract is up and go play for a real quarterback, no one in the fan base better give him any shit for it. Because when you are three years into your career and you are a budding superstar in your career and you've played for 12 quarterbacks in three seasons, why would you resign with the team? I hear the, oh, he's humble. He's a team first guy. Like, ah, that does not, like, I, we better not be expecting a hometown discount. We better offer that man quarterback money since at this point he needs to throw the ball to himself to make sure he gets that shit because we're so inconsistent at the position, man. Even the Chiefs' best defensive player wasn't playing. I know. And we still only managed to put up 13 points on the worst defense in the league. And it, I like to compare yesterday's game like a slow-burning movie, like a slow-burning movie with a predictable ending. You know exactly how the game is going to finish, exactly how that shit's going to finish. But they're breadcrumbing you through it. They're throwing all the twists and turns at you along the way. And then, boom, fourth quarter, end of the third quarter happens. We don't score any points on any of the opportunities that they give us. And 
Patrick Mahomes became Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter and got surgical on us. That throw he made, like, yo, he cleared the stadium out on that third down in the fourth quarter where he rolled all the way to the right and threw across his body while hitting Tariq Hill in stride across the field. That is next-level special quarterback shit, and that is the difference of not having a quarterback and having one. They are currently 3-3 three and three with the worst defense in the league, but you know what? At any point, they can run off 7-10 to 10 wins straight because they have a special talent at quarterback, a talent so special I couldn't even fathom 50% of that in any of the quarterbacks I've ever seen quarterback here. Shout-out to my son in the chat. Rio Ninja 4, that's my little boy. That's little Rio right there. What's up, buddy? Cowboys 22, the worst three picks in our division. Barkley number two, Zeke at four. You don't draft a running back that high in the Chase Young pick. You don't draft a DE when you need a quarterback. Okay, let's, let's break this down. The first two things you said, I agree 100%. Position versus position value. You never take a running back with the top five, with a top five pick. Running backs. That's like the worst position to play in the NFL because they run all the tread off your tires the first four to six years of your career, and then they fucking throw you in the trash. So if you're not an elite running back on your rookie contract and able to get a lucrative long-term extension, your career was almost pointless. So I definitely agree with you on those first two picks. I will say this about the Chase Young pick. At the time, It felt like the right pick, generational talent, defensive end. And the owner was still trying to convince us that Dwayne, sorry, trash can Haskins could be a real NFL quarterback. But time told us that that was not the case. But revisionist history, while I hate it, hindsight 2020, You absolutely, if you could redraft, you take Justin Herbert and you do not think twice about it because he's already approaching the status of elite quarterback in the NFL, and it's not even close. Meanwhile, we have to applaud every time Chase Young gets near the quarterback. That's the point where we're at. A defensive end, as elite as they can be, they can be neutralized and taken out of a game because they're one player on the defense. A quarterback? A quarterback is in control and dictates the entire pace of a football game. And when you have a special one, you can mask the deficiencies on your roster, the holes on your roster, and off-the-field shit like we're used to here. If we had a great quarterback, a lot of the shit that you see taking place off the field, it would get swept under the rug because we'd be winning fucking games. My guy, One Life said, don't, re- don't worry, Rio. We're some ass. We're definitely getting that quarterback next year. Don't you feel like, though, that we're so bad at doing everything that we might even blow it in a year where we can be in position to have whatever quarterback we want, and we're going to fuck around and win like four games in a row near the end of the season that mean nothing to our lives? Because I always say the worst thing you can be in the league is middling, purgatory in the middle. You need to be good or bad. You cannot be in the middle and fuck around and win seven games that don't get you to the playoffs or get you an elite pick in the draft, a top pick where you don't have to waste more compensation to slide up. Ryan said our defense line looks like scrubs. Man, (laughs) the defense, 
they do like scrubs, but they did their part for three quarters. An offense that averages 30, 30 points a game. That's why I'll give them, I'll give them like a half a game ball because for three quarters, we shut down a Super Bowl offense. We shut them down and they kept giving us chances to win. But our noodle arm journeyman backup quarterback that we're starting could not ever take advantage of it. And that's why we were never able to actually pull ahead and get a cushion in this game. Shout out my guy Hawk in the building. Barkley fell off after his rookie season. Did he fall off or did he just continuously stay on the injury list? It feels like he's been on the injury list his entire career. Trust me, I've drafted him twice in fantasy and I've never got production out of this motherfucker because he's always hurt. Man, Anthony said, I got a headache when you mentioned Trashkins. I know. I don't even, we got to ban it. We got to make it a sin to talk about Haskins on this show. Like, if I see the word pop up, I got to just ignore it because it just brings my energy down. It fucks my day up a little bit just to even hear Dwayne Haskins' name. You know, I wish the worst friend, no, I'm kidding. No, I don't care about what he does in his career. If he never prospers, it's exactly what I expect. My guy Hawk said, the team might even have to pull a fire cell wizards move and start chipping out some folks not named Chase Young, Tez, Terry, Cosme, Diami. Hey, 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 look. I hear y'all on the players that should not be on a list to be traded, but it depends on what we're getting back in the trade. Because if there was any way we could pull off a Derek Carr, because we're not getting Russell Wilson, we're not getting Aaron Rodgers. We're not. It would be nice to have a Derek Carr type quarterback. And honestly, with how low things are on and off the field for us now, are we ruling out the option of trading for the massage man, Deshaun Watson? I mean, optics are already in hell here. I've said if there's one team in the league that cannot pull off a trade for Deshaun Watson, it's the team that just had 40 pending sexual harassment cases. But you know what? Based on how I see things right now, he might fit right on in with the fucking culture here. I hate to say it. Man, I don't know what we're going to do at this point. These motherfuckers are going to draft the safety seven over. I know we're going to get we're going to get the sixth pick and pick Derek Stingley out of LSU. And everyone's going to fucking riot, even though Derek Stingley is a fucking dog. Cowboys said we're in the middle of 2019 in the 2020 draft. Y'all got CD and Diggs. Amazing. Yeah. Good for you guys. Good for you bastards down in Texas, man. Good for you guys. Enjoy first place. My man said just call him Colt Jr. Hey, he is Colt Jr. Bud Light needs to take back their endorsement. And I see why Heineke wasn't trying to throw the bag at guy. They, 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 they saw the writings on the wall. They had the answer sway. I can't even put the injury on Barkley. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. He he just has it like for some guys, it's not even that they're injury prone. This fluky shit happens, you know? Like, and then in some people's case, like Darius Geis, who was a fucking predator in his private life, karma caught up to him. And that's why he could never get on the field because the powers to be were like, you know what? You're a predator. You're not gonna have a career in this league. My man said Watson is the Cuomo of NFL quarterback. (laughs) 
Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Shout out to my guy Trayvon Johnson in the building. What's going on? My guy Josh Kirby. I met him at the game yesterday. Met my guy. It was a pleasure, man. I'm I'm glad you had a good time. It was a great time at the stadium yesterday, man. Like, it was great. I, mean, I had a great time. The atmosphere in the crowd was there for a good three quarters before Mahomes popped the balloon and sent everybody packing to the lounge upstairs or to beat the traffic. But the one thing I can say I appreciate it as a first-time season ticket holder, we're actually having fun at these games. The energy is good for the fans that do show up. There's way too much opposing fans, but, hey, what can you do? You can't make people buy tickets to a shit show, you know? Winning changes that. Winning cures all. Ask Tiger Woods. My God, be easy, said Watson to D.C. At this point, why not? Why not? Like, <laughs> We're at that point where it's like, fuck it. Hawks say our third win will come against the Giants. And that was great. That's a great transition because our next point was going to be, where does our next win come? Because I'm looking at the schedule right now. It's looking, it's looking real dicey on that side, man. It's looking real dicey. We're going to Lambeau this week. That's a loss. We're going to Mile High Stadium. That's probably a loss to Two Gloves Teddy. We got a bye week. We don't play a game that week, but I'm sure we will find a way to take a fucking L during the bye week. We will do something that will be reported on the news in the sports media circuit that will give us an L when we don't even have a game. Like they said on Friday, how you get fired on your day off? We are the fuckers that would manage to be a story the week where we don't have a game. My man said... My man Hawk says, so you're saying there's a Rush Hour 2 remake scene possibly coming with Watson and Snyder. <laughs> Snyder going to show him how to throw allegations under the rug and duck media for the rest of his career, man. I don't, just, I don't even want to talk about fucking Daniel Snyder. The squad is killing me. Shout out. What's good, Aaron? Squad is killing me. Weak as hell. Testing my 46 years of dedication and support. Hey, 46 years, man. I've given them 30. At least you got to see some variants of success. You got to see a couple Super Bowls, even if you were young when they took place. I've never seen an 11-win season. It's tough around here, man. It's tough in these Washington football streets. Ryan said, yeah, I'll definitely be back. Hey, I'm there all year. Y'all at FedEx fell. Pull up. It was great to see my guy. I ain't seen my guy Ryan pretty much since high school. So it was it was beautiful seeing everybody that was out there yesterday. There will be no more wins. You know what, Josh? I would not be upset if there were no more wins because you know what we need to do? We need to just pick first overall. Have our pick of the litter and let the world be our oyster. You control the draft. You control the offseason when you're picking first. My man Loser said, this team is so pathetic. I wouldn't even be surprised if Matt Ryan is our quarterback next year. I, I will tell you this, though. Matt Ryan would be the best quarterback that has worn burgundy and gold in the last 20 years if he got here. So I wouldn't be too upset if Matt Ryan was the quarterback. I'd be, I, I'd be much happier if he was our quarterback rather than Taylor, Kyle, Fitzpatrick in the shit show stable of backup quarterbacks that we have on the roster at the moment. We stink. Ron should be fired. Brian, I feel you, but nah, man. Ron, Ron is, you know, Ron is in charge. Ron, Jason, Joey, Kobe, Beckford, they're in charge of steering a ship that's already three-fourths under the water. And they're supposed to make that shit float. And their job is 
really, really hard. We were fooled by the 7-9 default division win because Dakota broke his ankle last year. Give Ron some time. He's going to at least play off his play out his contract. Nobody's getting fired from that crew. Watson will show up in a Superman cape and a thong for his Redskin press conference. You're crazy, dude. <laughs> You're crazy, man. But hey, with the culture here, it's possible. I think Seahawks, if Russell's not back. I want to say that, but the way that Geno Smith looked on primetime yesterday, Geno might give us 350 and three tutties. We don't stop anything, and we don't score back. So, man, the Broncos game should be winnable. They're a very beatable team. But with this team right now, it looks like it's very hard to predict us winning. Like, if y'all had to put money on a game we could win right now, which game are you picking? Because until we hit that division stretch, I don't know if we're winning a game. And I'm not trying to sound like a negative Nancy. My man said Pat Shermer is a bottom three OC. I don't like to judge too much of anyone else's offense because we're we're pretty bad on offense ourselves. And also, I need to see Scott Turner with a formidable quarterback before I can give a true assessment of how good he is as an offensive quarter, uh, offensive coordinator because he's given he's been given the bottom of the barrel, scum of the earth assortment of quarterbacks. And we're expecting him to just turn shit into gold. And that's a problem. We'll still find a way to fuck that up. Right. We will find a way. Like, we're going we're gonna, to like lose like six in a row, and we're going to fuck around and win three pointless games at the end of the season. And that shit's going to be crazy. No way Ron stay. Now, nah, Ron's going to stay because he's been given full aut- autonomy to run the team. He's been given the keys to the franchise. Ron's not going anywhere. Give him some time, guys. Give him some time. At least fire my man Big Jeff in the building. Missed you at the game. My father-in-law was in a row. Hey, you'll see me on another one, man. I promise you I'm up there. You won't miss me next time. You will see my loud black ass up there making making a scene about something. My man Brian said, at least fire Del Rio. Our defense is a joke. We're a joke in a lot of areas. So when it comes to the staff, there's not but so much they can do. The defense was aligned to make plays yesterday. They just didn't make them. We dropped a bunch of picks. When the ball is fumbled, we never get on it. And, I mean, damn, like, he's not doing a good job this year. But the personnel, we should be talking about cutting Landon Collins, not firing Jack Del Rio. Only the Giants is a guaranteed victory. Be easy. There is no such thing as guaranteed victories for this squad. Remember, we only beat New York when they came to Washington because of an offsides and because Darius Slayton dropped a give me touchdown and the football guys decided, you know what, Washington, it is finally your time. <laughs> it's finally your time to beat Daniel Jones, even though we still made him look like this um, Lamar Jackson. Ashley Renee in the building, the homie, the, that's the squad right there. That's that's gang right there. What's going on, Ashley? She was up at the game yesterday. We had a great time at FedEx, pre-game, post-game. It was, it was, it's always real. Shout out to Ashley Renee. Let's see. They still can't tackle. Fire the tackle. <laughs> Man, we can't tackle. We can't coach. And Landon Collins might be the worst safety I've ever seen play football in my life. At this point, he plays flat-footed. He plays lost, and he always finds himself at the ass end 
of a bad play, a big play, or a miscommunication on the defense. Great point. Brian says, let's sign Cam Newton. And before we all have, have a fit and say, oh, Brian, what are you talking about? At this point, why not? Why not? He got, vac he got vaccinated, so they can't use that excuse anymore. He has familiarity in the offense. He has confidence and swagger. But unlike Heineke and Kyle Allen, he actually has a resume of success in the league. Yes, he's washed. He is a different variation of the Cam Newton that we've seen him. Even with a washed arm and diminished athleticism, I promise you seven days out of the week and twice on Sunday that Cameron Jarrell Newton is better than Taylor Heineke, Kyle Allen, Fitzpatrick, Logan Thomas. Every variation of a quarterback in Ashburn right now, Cam Newton right now is better than all of them. But it's not like he's going to save our season. We're not a good team. We aren't a good team right now. So he can't put a cape on and save our season because Cam cannot play free safety, middle linebacker, Defensive end, he can't fill all the holes that we have. So what is the point of acquiring a quarterback midseason unless it's something elite or something that's going to be the long-term answer? It was a hell of a time. Shout out to you, Ashley, the homie in the building. One of the coolest chicks I know. Collins got to go, says Ryan. Oh, my God. Collins been had to go. Collins is trying to go. Like, Ugh, just seeing him on the Road Warriors story talking about, man, we're going to get right soon after the game. I was just like, man, shut the fuck up. Like, we don't want to hear that, man. We don't want to hear it. We are tired of it. It can't get any worse. Might as well sign Cam. Mine as well. Mine as well. Cam's been to a Super Bowl with Ron, for sure. He's not the same player, but why not? Shit, I would definitely rather sit through these next 11 weeks with Cam as the quarterback been watching Colt McCoy Jr. throw ground balls and behind receivers for the rest of the season. But Cam could fuck around and take us on a streak that's going to lead us to nowhere. And at this point, if we're going to be a bad team, I need them to just be bad. Just be bad, bro. Like, just take a whole season and be bad correctly and pick top three in the draft like your roster represents. We were bamboozled by that season last year. I still think Cam got some juice left in him. Ashley, you are probably correct. He definitely has more juice than what's on his roster right now. I'd rather see Apke out there than Kyle. At this point, that's where it's come. Now, look at that. Imagine that. We would rather see Troy Apke, the special teams legend that is not a special teams legend, that's kept on the roster because he's a good guy and happens to be the first white guy ever to run a 4-3-40. I would rather see him on the field at this point than Landon Collins because, shit, at least he tries hard. Landon be out there bullshitting. He be out there, I told you, just like the Hail Mary play last week. Landon Collins buys himself tickets to the game, and he gets a front row seat on the field. He has the best seat in the house to just watch football and watch touchdown happens around him. Fuller got to go, too. Oh, don't get me started on Kendall Fuller. He caught a pick, and people were like, oh, we got to lay off Kendall Fuller now. No, the hell we do not. Kendall Fuller is garbage. He may be the worst player on the roster this season, and that is saying a lot. You put him on the inside. You put him on the outside. You put him in safety. Unless the ball is thrown right to him, which is not a promise he'll catch it, 
He's never going to make a play. He doesn't have the foot speed to track speedy receivers. So he doesn't have the wiggle to be an elite out um, inside corner like he was his rookie year where he caught a couple picks and convinced us that he was the Darrell Revis of slot cornerbacks. But we can the laundry list goes for days. It goes for days with all this shit that we got going on. Awesomeness Sports, what's going on? Make sure y'all sub her channel up, by the way. And while you guys are here, there's enough people in this chat right now. There should be more than four likes right now. Everybody smash the like button on the chat. No way. Keep Cam out of D.C. True shit. You know what? I like Cam Newton as a person, so I don't wish this situation on him, especially since it's going to be a part-time situation. Apke, my man said, Fuller is garbage juice. Certainly he is. Hapke, my man, the, the throwing up emoji. Start the Shazer average and Reeve on the back end. Now, I would say start Curl in one of those two on the back end because Curl's not bad. Curl is not bad at all. Like, Curl gets to the ball, finds the ball, and he does a good job in the run game. Ashley said, can you name one thing you do like about this team? I like this shirt I got yesterday, this burgundy gold and pink shirt, you know. It's nice. You know, it's, it supports cancer. It supports that movement, breast cancer awareness month. What else do I like? I had a good time at the game. I like that. I like the people running things behind the scenes. I like the people I was at the game with. Let me see. Is there many more? Oh, Jonathan Allen's good. Terry McLaurin, he had some drops yesterday. I like him. But there's not too many other things I can list right now because it's a show. Oh, I like that we honored Sean Taylor, even though we botched the whole announcement of honoring Sean Taylor. It was beautiful to see his family, to see his daughter. She's so tall. She looks like a starting forward. To see Jackie all grown up. Last time I seen her, she was a baby. And to see the Taylor family come out. Clinton Porter's out with the Taylor family. That was dope. And that brought tears to my eyes. So I like that. I like this towel that they gave us at the game. If you got there early enough, I like the Sean Taylor magazine, but how about y'all in the chat? Y'all let me know what, <laughs> what do y'all like about this team right now? 21 forever 36. That's the guy. Shout out to live wire sports and entertainment. Ron is too stubborn in the offensive play calling. Isn't using Heineke's athleticism. You can't make him a pocket quarterback. I hear you, but at the same time, Taylor has to make throws from the pocket when the throws are there. And every play can't be made outside of the pocket. Like, if that's all you can do, you should not be starting in an NFL football game. Hefe KC, Chiefs fan in the building, said, Chiefs, grab you guys a QB, and I think you're good. That is very kind of you, my sir. But we need a little bit more than a QB. But, yes, a special QB changes things drastically and i hope everyone who pushed and drummed home the whole you can build it with a defense you don't need a starting quarterback you don't need a franchise quarterback to win no dead that shit right now because over a two decade span at most you're going to get three scenarios where there's not a core a franchise quarterback that leads a team to the super bowl like let's keep it a buck but i mean hey we're two and four right now. It doesn't look bright for us with our schedule that we got upcoming. We got to play Godgers this weekend. Aaron Godgers, 
someone who I wish we had an opportunity to pursue next offseason, but I see no reason why someone of his stature would ever consider playing in this circus. Like, I would cry if we signed, if we traded or signed Aaron Rodgers. I would, I would live stream and just sit in front of the camera and let y'all watch me cry for an hour because I don't even know what it feels like to have a player that great play for my team. Skill positions are solid. Yeah, the skill positions are solid. Keep playing Taylor. He needs to take these L's to grow as a quarterback. The potential is there. Shout out to you, Virginia Slim. He needs to be fine-tuned. Yeah, he needs to be fine-tuned to be a quarterback, too. I can tell you this right now off just the sample size I've seen. Dude is about to be 30 years old. That type of development is for 24, 23, 22-year-olds coming out of college. Buddy's about to be 30 years old soon, and – we don't need to fine-tune 30-year-olds here. We're not, we're, we're not here for that right now. He's going to be our long-term backup when the real quarterback arrives so he can come in for emergency purposes only. It's not that he got to go, though. Heineke should be here as the second or third string quarterback because he knows the offense. He knows the offense. He's just limited talently. He's limited physically and talent-wise. His arm is very limited and... I guess I got to lighten up on him because I shouldn't have expected more than what we're getting right now. We better draft the quarterback. Oh, 100% the first round pick is going to be a quarterback. And I hope the pick is inside the first, the top seven. Also, what we have going in our favor, a couple of the teams picking high in the draft don't need a quarterback. And there's a tackle and the edge rusher out of Oregon, Tavon Thibodeau that are probably going to be the first couple picks in the draft. So there is no excuse someone not named Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell, Malik Willis, Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter. One of those five names should be the first-round pick of the Washington Blanks next year when we get to spring. See, look, nobody's even talking about the name change shit anymore because, honestly, the result on the field is what matters. You can call us the Washington dipshits. If you're winning games, it does not matter. We're not winning games. And not only are we not winning games, we're managing to still mess shit up off the field. And that is why fans are disappointed. Fans hate it here right now. And that's why we are last in the league in attendance right now. I'm going to say if Logan, well, Logan wasn't hurt, do you think they would have put him in by <laughs> I don't know. They ain't even putting in Kyle Allen. Heineke is who he is. Exactly. I'm not, you know. I'm giving him a chance. I'm giving him a chance, but I'm giving him a chance for this year. He is 100% not the not the long-term answer. And if you think he is the long-term answer or has a chance to be, bless your heart because that is not the case. Washington football addicts in the building, my guy Steve Lim. What's going on? He said, yeah, keep the seat warm till the young buck gets settled in. It's time to kill the high. Exactly. We have to stop this division and creating factions amongst our fan base where we have cult-like followings of players. We have to stop. We did it with Haskins. We did it with everybody here. Everyone has a fucking hive here. Listen, we all want to see the team succeed. No matter who they put behind that center, I'm going to root for them. But if you play like shit, you play like shit. And I'm going to call it out regardless. And there is no way that Heineke is going to be a long-term answer for anybody in this league, but I think he could be one of the top-end backup quarterbacks in this league. Fitz is going to turn this ship around. Hmm, that's an interesting take. 
Fitz is going to win us a Super Bowl. Bless your heart. You are trolling me right now. You don't believe that. Shout out, man. Shout out to you, Livewire Sports and Entertainment. Fitz really, Fitz playing Madden right now. Fitz is at home chugging beers right now, living the good life, combing out his beard, collecting $10 million to be 39 and live in Ashburn, Virginia right now. Fitz not worried about playing no goddamn football. If Scott Turner sucks, because I bet if Sean Payton had Heineke, you would see a difference at quarterback. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I think you would see a little bit more than y'all than y'all see with Taysom Hill when the Saints play him. Because he's limited. And limited quarterbacks, you can't do but so much. Side note, who you got tonight? Bills or Titan? Bills. Bills are going to blow them out. And they're going to blow them out. The Bills are a legit Super Bowl contender, and their quarterback is special. Their defense are ballers. Teron Johnson, who just recently got an extension, baller. That team has a real shot of not only going to the Super Bowl, but winning the Super Bowl this year. Josh Allen, I dream of having one more like you one day. It's like the Hunger Games in this bitch. <laughs> it is like the Hunger Games. Everybody's sending the crying emojis. Hey, this is group therapy right here. Washington fans, this is after each one of these miserable losses and embarrassing news weeks. We have to gather like this and air grievances, and we need to just get our feelings out and let our hearts sing because this is all I know here, man. I'm 30 years old, and this is all I know, but I always believe in them, man. They are the abusive spouse that promises change but never delivers, but you keep holding out hope for them, and then you're back at rehab again. That That's what it's like. What is your honest take on the Sean Taylor tribute? I'm going to keep it a buck with you. It felt too short. It felt a little generic, and I've seen YouTube videos that have done a better job, but I was so damn emotional in the moment because I loved Sean that I didn't really, in the moment, realize that how, how mid that tribute was, but I'm happy to see it happen, and I'm happy to see that 21 up. Feels like there's much bigger news coming, and that's why Dan wanted to get the Sean day out out on this way. Hey, cross our fingers, but don't look forward to it because the league protects its owners, man. The league protects his owners. Let's see what we got. We're in the running for Aaron Rodgers after this season. I want to say that, but why the fuck would Aaron Rodgers want to come here? I, I need someone to like write it out for me why Aaron Rodgers would find greener pastures, no pun intended, coming to Washington after leaving a team he consistently put in a Super Bowl contention, no matter what was around him. Shout out to my guy, the three-time Super Bowl champ. Skin, this has to be one of the hardest teams to root for, knowing that your team will continue to be a consistent failure without CEO change. I know. Like, I, I wish there was something we could do to change that, but... I mean, like people are leaving the fan base and going to the Ravens. I would never do no shit like that because this team is like a relative to me. And no matter how shitty they are, they're still family. So I'm always be here. We missed on Matt Jones. I think you meant Mac Jones, my guy. Shout out to Matt M Michael McCorkle Jones, Fields, and even Josh Allen. The list is even longer than that. We've missed on a lot of people. Shit, we missed on Aaron Rodgers. But let's not even go back that far. Aaron Rodgers is not coming here. You are correct, Steve. Cowboys without Dak is a high school team at best. That's cool. They have Dak. And the difference between last year and this year is he's playing. 
That is what it looks like when you have a special talent at quarterback. Y'all told me Dak was a game manager. Dak was trash. Dak has eight 400-yard games. Dak is looking like an MVP candidate. Y'all told me Kyler Murray was trash. Kyler Murray is looking like the MVP of the league. I'm tired of scoffing at options that would save our franchise. They should have honored Sean by getting the players to wear 21 patches in all white. It was alumni week, and during alumni week, they always wear throwback uniforms. But, yeah, it could have been a more thought-out process, and it should have been handled a lot more delicately. And you definitely shouldn't have took pictures of the Taylor family in front of fucking porter potties at the stadium. Just the optics from every angle is botched. But that's what we do here, man. Rogers going to retire Packer. No, sir. Rogers is out of there after the season. He had language put into his contract this off season so that he'd show up that if he wants out next year, they have to honor that. I expect him to honor that and leave and go somewhere like Denver because that makes sense to go out there with Elway somewhere where they know how to treat a quarterback and put something around him. But I don't know. I wouldn't go to Mahomes and Herbert's division if I was Rogers, but Rogers would have the sack to do it because Rogers is fucking Superman. It's too much drama in Washington on and off the field, literally ends careers every game. Rogers not. Yeah. Rogers not coming here. Like we can go ahead and dead that shit right now. Rogers is not coming here. I wish, I wish. We can have that. You're due for a lower leg injury at FedEx. Oh, my God, I'm a knock on wood. Don't speak that evil into existence. You know, that stadium has taken many ligaments, bones, and many injuries. Man, I don't need any catastrophic injuries. The season's already bad enough. We already seen a Giants player break his leg. There was a really bad Chiefs player lower body injury yesterday. Don't wish that evil on our players, man. People scoffed at laughed at traded for Wentz, Carr, Darnold, all the people that are actually showing something, we, we we turn our nose at them with this arrogance. Like we know what having a franchise quarterback is like when we've actually never had one here. Ashley said, I definitely wish we could get a QB that had overflowing confidence to say they could come in here and turn this shit around for it, but maybe in another lifetime, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. But also not just the confidence because RG3, Dwayne Haskins, even fucking Heineke, has the confidence, the moxie, but sometimes your talent has to match that shit. Like, you can have all the confidence in the world. I can wake up tomorrow and say, I'm going to go to the fucking NFL, but I got to look at the mirror at the end of the day and know damn well my fat ass is not going to the NFL tomorrow. You can think that you're Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning like Dwayne Haskins and RG3 did, but reality is going to show itself. Green Bay really trusts in Jordan Love. Shit, they better trust him. They used the damn first-round pick on him. Rodgers should go to the Browns. That's a good case because the Browns may not sign Baker Mayfield to a long-term deal, which leads me to another question. Would y'all take Baker Mayfield here if he decided that he didn't want to stay in Cleveland? Rodgers will have the option to go anywhere. Honestly, Rodgers makes too much sense, and he's too he's too all-time great to play for the Cleveland Browns. So I, I couldn't see him playing in Cleveland. The city of Cleveland does not deserve another superstar. They don't know how to treat him. We definitely should do a live together. I'm with the shits. We should definitely collab and do a live together. I'm down with it. Of course, they got a master performance to match that fly. Facts. Facts. I would take Baker Mayfield too. That's pro Dude has an arm. He has the personality. And 
He's a leader. He does a little, he does some dickhead shit here and there, but Baker Mayfield's better than anything we've seen here. That's a first overall draft pick that's actually putting his team into contention each week. We will gladly accept Baker. Don't nobody turn your nose up at Baker Mayfield in the chat because Duke and Duke and ball, you know, but I would rather have my own. And if I'm going to take a Baker, you might as well take Sam Howell in the draft out of UNC. Number seven, check him out. Dude plays just like Baker with more ability to rush. He has about 500 yards rushing this year on top of what he's doing through the air. Let's see what else we got. A healthy Baker is better than Heineke. That's not even something that needs to be said. That's a fucking given. I actually had someone on YouTube tell me two days ago that Heineke was better than Trevor Lawrence. And I almost deleted my channel and stopped making content when he said that shit. Because I just can't believe how unfathom unfathomably delusional some people can be because we like somebody like we gotta we gotta cut that shit out bro my son is trash at something i'm gonna tell him he's trash bro we have to be able to critique our team objectively no matter how much we love him man we'll take baker maker and anyone with his <laughs> facts speak the gospel Oh, man. He said it'll probably be around 46 years until we even have a shot at winning. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to have great grandchildren by the time. I'm, I'm probably not going to be on this earth by the time we finally start doing something. <laughs> yeah, I'm wilding right now, bro. I know I'm wilding right now, but it gets like that, man. At least we at least the vibes are still immaculate a day after another L and an approaching L in Green Bay is coming this week. Honestly, we're staring like two and seven in the face right now. And that shit sucked. Who said that? You know, I ain't going to call them out personally, but it was someone in another person's live we were in. They said Taylor Heineke, um, if he was the first pick of the draft, y'all would be like, I don't know, he tried to compare it to Trevor Lawrence and said they're around the same talent wise. It was, it was something fucking ridiculous. Hello, Jasmine. Wifey is in the chat. I don't know what those eyes mean. She's probably like, you're wilding in the chat right now. You need to fucking relax. Either that or I'm being too fucking loud and it's time to wrap it up. Heavy Chevy. People don't realize how far back that RG3 trade. But, but look, <clears throat> the trade only set us back because he busted. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> the trade only sets you back when you don't hit on the quarterback. I promise you. When you hit on that special talent at the quarterback position, nobody ever talks about what the compensation is. There have been worse trades than that in NFL history. But the thing is, the Rams didn't even do shit with all the picks we got them. They missed on like eight dudes off all those picks they got from us. And with our track record, even if we had all those picks, who's to say we would have hit on them? We miss on picks in every round. Will Jarrett Patterson see Gibson snap count next week if Gibson gets put on IR? Gibson honestly should take a few weeks to nurse his body because he's going to be questionable every single week, and he's not doing enough on the field to try to play through injury. Yes, Jarrett Patterson should be seeing his snap count next week. If so Jarrett Patterson got to catch the fucking ball if he gets put in the game, though. Let's see. Pip, uh, Snyder killed us. Even if Fitz is down by 30, he's still confident enough to throw down Taylor Lacks. That's what. Yo, facts, facts, facts. And that veteran leadership works. Blame Snyder for the RG3 trade. I don't even hate the RG3 trade. I hate that Robert didn't protect himself 
and decided after his injury to sit down the coaches and tell them I'm not going to run the zone read anymore because I'm a throwing quarterback like Peyton and Rodgers. No, the fuck you're not. You had a tailor-made offense that shocked the league and took it by storm. And once that offense was out of the picture, we got to see just how bad of a fucking quarterback you were. Mike and Kyle came out and said they never wanted to trade up. They wanted to stay there and take Ryan Tannehill. Maybe things were better that way if we did that, or if we took Russell Wilson, because they said they really like Russell Wilson as well. But it's all revisionist history at this point. RG3 would have worked out if he didn't get hurt. Yep, that's a, there's a lot of coulda, woulda, shouldas in this world. Gibson is Chris Thompson 2.0. Well, he lives on the injury list, so it's, it's very relatable at this point. But, yeah, man, it's another week, another L. And let me ask y'all this before we go. What are you guys optimistic about for the rest of the season? Because I'm at the point of the season now where I am acting as if I'm a full-time paid scout of the team. And I'm watching college quarterbacks every single passing attempt like the team is paying me. And that's why last week we started the QB one of the future series with my guy, Michael Haas on Twitter. Follow my guy. He has a really keen eye of scouting quarterbacks. We did Malik Willis and Matt Corral last week. Ryan, you said we could still be second in the division. I don't care about second in the division. Like, I, we're not going to the playoffs this year. Like, playoffs? Like, Herm Edwards said, playoffs? I don't want second. What, what, what is that second? What is that second? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did ask y'all what y'all optimistic about. We could be second in the division. That's what we playing for now? We got our eyes set on runner-up. I'm optimistic we'll fall in top 10 and maybe pick top five. Yes, please. Speak that energy into the air. A top three pick. Absolutely. That's the energy I need in my life. Like I said, we talked about Malik Willis and Matt Corral last week. And if you're interested in watching college football, those two prospects play each other in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I know, Ryan. I did say optimistic. Honestly, I, I forgot to ask the question. There's so much going on here. I'm just anxious to know what the new name will be. Hey, no bullshit. We need to get back to that. We need a refresher on the name change. We need something to be excited about. Something that we can talk about that's not necessarily just bad stuff. Oh, here's a good one. Jamin Davis getting some experience. Yes. Put exclamation points on that shit because our first round pick, pick 19, he's done nothing through six weeks. He's done nothing. And they haven't wanted to put him out there. We don't even have bodies at linebacker and they're afraid to put him out there. That concerns me. I'm looking at Cleveland. Jeremiah Wusukormoa. Balling. Zavin Collins, when he's played in Arizona, balling. Micah Parsons, fucking balling. We need to see more out of you, Jamin Davis. Because right now, I'm looking at Mac Day. I'm looking at Mac Jones. I'm looking at Justin Fields. I'm looking at things we could have done, moved up, maneuvered, or done that look better than what I've seen through six weeks, but I'm not giving up on the kid yet. You know, but it doesn't look good right now. He doesn't look the part of an NFL linebacker, and it looks like he's playing out of position. I don't think he's ever going to be the Mike backer that Jack and Ron are trying to force him to play. I think he'll do much better at weak side linebacker where he can just come downhill, cover, and clean up on the backside. 
I'm optimistic that Collins will be benched. Shit, I'm optimistic that at some point we might just eat the contract and just fucking release him because he's fucking terrible. I'm actually tuning in to auto quarterbacks myself, and I wouldn't be mad if we got Georgia's quarterback. Yeah, Daniels, yeah, he's cool too. But, like, nah, he's not going to be one of the top couple dudes in the draft. But let's see how the season plays out. I want Malik Willis, and I want a franchise quarterback, but I know once we get one, he's going to get injured at FedEx because there's a – no, we got to stop talking like that, man. I know that's probably the inevitable future for us, but – once we get another guy, we need to just all buy in and believe that it's the right guy. I do trust Marty Herney when it comes to picking quarterback because he was one of the few, the few executives in the league that was all in on Justin Herbert coming out because everybody else thought he was going to be a bust. And would you look at that? He's a fucking bona fide baller, soon to be elite quarterback already. Ravens are five and one and playing with backup play. Exactly. There we go. It is what yeah, that, that side has been needed to go. That's always been the case here. That's why when we use the excuse like, oh, we're injured. Oh, we're missing this player. We're missing that player. The Ravens are missing like half their fucking roster and they're beating the shit out of great teams. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Well-run organizations, they find a way to make shit happen. I don't blame Jamin being put in the middle of Dallas defense and he's balling. It's about coaching with him. I think it's about coaching and about that he's not ready and he's raw out of Kentucky. He only got one year as a starter in Kentucky. He was one of those height, weight, speed guys who had a great pro day in measurables, and that's why we took him. It was more of a it was more of an athletic trait pick more so than production. And the only reason he started his final year in Kentucky, because the guy above him, I think we had a, like a bad stroke or something, like a career-ending injury or condition. That's the only reason why Jamin saw time his last year in Kentucky, and he made the most of it. But honestly, he's just a raw prospect, and it it's just as much about <laughs> optimistic that there are no more DEA raids. Yes. Let's hope that Ryan Heisenberg Vermillion is not playing breaking bad in the fucking Ashburn facilities because we don't need any more drama off the field because it's already bad enough that we're losing. We can't stay out of Dodge. There's teams like Jacksonville and some of these other teams. They're able to suck in peace. We can't suck in peace because we're always in the fucking Monday morning headlines. But hey, one day it's going to happen. Appreciate you, Ryan. I got you. I'm going to keep applying pressure and I'm going to keep this thing going because, and I can't do this shit without my subscribers. All of you guys watching from Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, everyone that follows me, everything that has some, everyone that has something to say, positive or negative. I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys again for 1,000 subscribers. Thank you guys for the super chats. And thank you for rocking with me for the last 62 minutes. I got more content coming y'all way this week. And I'll probably go live again on Friday so we can kick it again and get some more good vibes going before we take this L and Lambo next week. Salute to Holcomb for balling now. We missed a lot of quarterbacks. Love your videos. Anthony said, love your videos. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys. I got merch coming soon. And I'm going to throw a bunch of shirts to every, to a bunch of shirts to people that are supporting the channel. It's people I've seen there frequently. You don't even got to worry about it, man. I got you guys. Vermillion about the squeal. He's not about to do that time. I don't know who he's telling on, though, because, you know, Snyder, 
Snyder has been Teflon. At some point, somebody got to get his ass. But that smoking gun still ain't been seen. Thank you so much, Ashley. She said, take off a thousand to the moon. Let's take off. Until next time, no matter if everybody smash that like button, tell your friends to subscribe to the channel and come ramble with Rio. Until next time, hell to the nameless football team. Deuces, 21's in the sky.